Hey, how you doing? Welcome to episode 41 of A Day in the Life. Uh, tonight, I want to delve into uh, a concept that's very central to the law of attraction. You know, I started this podcast uh, about entrepreneurship, and I delve into that subject at times, but... Uh, my number one uh, focus truly so far has been uh, the law of attraction because it is something that I have studied relentlessly my entire life. It's something that has set me apart um, from others in my life and truly has been sort of a sense of source of isolated study for a long time uh, through periods of application through periods of, of struggle you know no matter what was going on in my life I continued to study this principle it's almost like it's my life's, uh, my life's work and my life's purpose and focus to uh, to study this so, you know, why have I been so focused on this? And if I'm so proficient in it, you know, why am I not a billionaire or something, right? Well, to answer that question, you'd have to really look at my dominant mental state. And your dominant mental state is something that um, is just not really, not really understood and focused on. I think that uh, it's something that most people are generally going to take for granted in their life. They're not even really going to think about the fact that they have a dominant mental state. Or that they have um, a ruling subset of thoughts or reactionary standpoints that will, that for the most part, control their habitual thinking. These are their paradigms. These, uh, this is their set point. And what it really is, is their personality, their soul. Because, uh, so what we are, we are a spirit. We possess a soul. And we live in a physical body. Now, what's the difference, you know? I think a lot of people think that we are a soul. Uh, your soul is your emotional body. It's your personality. It's a very sensitive, etheric organ. And it's one that uh, is influenced 
throughout our life by the experiences that we go through. It's influenced throughout our life by the thoughts that we think, by the way we're treated by the world, by the way that we treat the world in return. Um, all of these things influence our emotional body, and, and our emotional body is our soul. Our thinking mind, our intellect, is part of our soul. Our emotional mind, our reactionary mind, uh, our feeling, potential to feel. These are, our, these are all aspects of the soul. So, when we think about the concept of our dominant mental state, we're thinking about something that is determined and is a product of our soul. Now, our I amness, our conscious awareness of being, of existing, of living. This is our spirit, man. This is our spirit. We are a spirit. And that spirit is conscious of being alive. And it filters its awareness through its soul and uses the physical body <clears throat> as a medium, as a vessel, <coughs> as I've talked about before, as a ship to navigate through three-dimensional life. So we have the spirit, the soul, and the body. Our dominant mental state, the state, condition of our soul, is influenced very much by the condition of our body, our environmental surroundings, the things that we choose to put into our mind or, and, or very much so, the things that we don't choose to put into our mind, the things that we let slip into our mind. Those have more truly more power to stick and stay than the things that we choose. The things that we choose can be very much implanted in the subconscious mind, which is an aspect of the soul. But they must be done so Consciously, to be consciously done so, they must be repeatedly applied, persistently focused upon, and uh, ardently adhered to. And if that process is achieved and accomplished for a long enough period of time, 
then we begin to actually consciously adopt beliefs and consciously form our dominant mental state. And that's, you know, where you have the power of affirmations and uh, incantations and the ability to modulate and consciously control the subconscious mind. Now, our environment, especially in this day and age, is more and more developed and utilized to slip things under the radar into the subconscious mind. Because the subconscious mind is not truly just an individual experience. It's part of a unified field. It's part of a quantum field. Einstein was beginning to break into this concept in the latter years of his life. His unified field theory would later be expounded upon and, and is the basis for the for uh, what Emerson would call the oversoul. The oversoul is like a collective mind. It's the ability to you know, like when, when an idea is tapped in upon and consciously experienced by one person, other people start to pick up on it. Other people start to experience it. And that's sort of the linked effect and cause of the, of the unified mind. So that's why when, when you know, when you hear people talking about the law of attraction, they say that when you really begin to believe something, events and circumstances will be attracted to you or take place. It's really because you're, as they get seated within your subconscious mind, so they will appear in the unified field and actually affect the reality around you, whether it's the mind of another person or an event, whatever it would take on a quantum level for that experience to, uh, to happen. So what does this all have to do with our dominant mental state? Well, it has everything to do with that. Our dominant mental state determines the way that we react and the way that we vibrate with this unified field. If our dominant mental state is depression or anxiety, we're, we're not really in control at that point. There's, there is no control at that point. What we have at that point is um, basically a lost frequency, static on the radio. 
There's no control. So that's why it's so important to begin to understand um, how it is that we can gain control over our dominant mental state and how important it is to gain control over our dominant mental state. It's something that uh, is very much taken for granted in this particular moment in society's history. I mean, we live in this the age of social media uh, philosophy, for one, is alive and well, but it's it's different. It's different than it used to be, and um, you know, while there are more, more and more seekers waking up a lot of times i think they do not really know what what they're waking up into so you know we have a large group of people on this planet that are that are virtually unaware i mean they're sort of walking through life half asleep with their subconscious mind wide open taking in the trend of the day scrolling you know when they're not watching TV which programs them they're scrolling through social media on their phone they're aimlessly in a theta brainwave state doing that not realizing really that they're being programmed and not that this is a really bad thing but keep in mind that the people who set up this situation understand what it has the power to do now there are benefits to this interconnected society there are very good things that uh, come about from this but you know there's very negative aspects to it too you know it's not all uh, it's not all beneficial so humankind is at a more in Influence, not influential, uh, influenceable point than it has been in a long time. And that's why we have so much anxiety, so much depression. People are not really designed to, uh, to live quite this way. We're designed to uh, be spiritual beings. And what it means to be spiritual is uh, so different 
from what uh, I think would be the intended purpose. So different. It's, it's the intended purpose of this spirituality is to connect to the source. So the more you try to connect to this source, the more you focus on this source within you, the more you will gain control over your emotional state. But the thing is, we all have a lot of garbage, a lot of stuck energy in our etheric bodies. We have problem consciousness and, and these things prevent us from achieving solution-based consciousness. They make it far more difficult to get to that point. And solution consciousness is where we have the power to really utilize the law of attraction. So, you know, techniques like EFT tapping and, and uh, things of that nature, clearing techniques, meditation, havening. These kinds of things can help to, uh, or working with, with a Reiki healer or energy, energy healer. Uh, these types of things can help tremendously to clear our energy field so that we can become a much more effective conduit for uh, spirit to flow through us. And when we become a more effective conduit for spirit to flow through us, we then become very, very powerful in being able to use this law of attraction. So, I encourage you to and I'll probably do some episodes later on these healing techniques and some of the ways that because <clears throat> I've studied a lot of them, applied a lot of them and I went from you know, extreme anxiety, taking large amounts of Xanax every day, smoking weed all day, drinking um, avoiding reality, manic depression to uh, I, don't, I don't take anything, I don't drink, I don't smoke Weed, cigarettes. I do smoke cigars, but that's a little different. It's more of a contemplative thing. Having one right now, actually. And it's not because uh, I have anxiety, because I don't. I don't need anxiety medicine anymore. Um. Just am in control of my dominant mental state now. Not to the extent that I want to be, but the contrast between the person that I used to be and who I am now is incredible. And I know for a fact. Because I know the place that I was at 
if I can achieve freedom from that, it doesn't like anything you're going through. You can achieve freedom too. 100%. So, you know, do your own research on, on EFT, on Havening, on TFT, on Reiki. Find an energy healer in your area and work with them. Begin the process of clearing out stuck emotion. Uh, you can utilize acupuncture. There's just so many ways to interact with our energy body because we are energetic beings. So begin this process and begin to start cleaning out the junk. And then start taking control over what you're putting into your mind over what's going in there read more use affirmations meditate and it's not going to happen in a day it's not that it can't it's that I know that it probably will not um find this is probably a lifelong process but the results as far as eliminating anxiety and actually gaining dominion over your dominant mental state and getting on the road to being the person that you want to be that's a process that you can begin right away and you will see results within a short period of time if you're really committed to it. If you're willing to work this process as a commitment, the time that it takes to, to see the results, I mean, you know, just, just a few short months ago, uh, I was still battling with anxiety and, it, and this was the time when, when, I, when I really got serious about taking control over my mental state but it wasn't even that like you know I had started the process of working with an energy healer which I think really set the process in motion you know I still struggled after that but you know eventually the struggle was was worn out and uh, the light appeared where or darkness had lived before. And at first, you know, there's, when we come out of light into darkness, we're blinded. When we come out of darkness into light, we're blinded. Blinded by the light. And, uh, so I think I experienced a lot of that. But now here I sit calm and composed and uh, on the path more than I have really ever been on the path to achieving what I want out of life, to having control over my emotional state, over my mental state. 
and to actually now being be able to help and heal others um, and be a force of love and light in the world. So you know, take take these, take this and consider it, and uh, think about how you can begin to clear some of the dirt out of your out of your etheric self and what you can do to uh, gain control over your mind gain control over the way you start your day over the way you end your day over any addictions in your life because I really think honestly and truly if you're interested in the law of attraction you're not going to have great luck with it if you have addiction in your life, if you have attachment in your life, if you have anxiety in your life or depression in your life, it's going to be very hard to use the law of attraction. It's still a universal force, still something that, that responds to your dominant mental state no matter what is going on. So it's always at work. But using it consciously, that is difficult from those places. And that's what I'm beginning to realize. And that's why it only worked sometimes in my life. And more that I study it and the more that I, I understand the fundamentals like the back of my hand and now that I'm getting into a new mental place as I use it good things are beginning to happen so with that I hope you're doing wonderful I hope this message finds you in a place of peace if it doesn't Know that you will get there. I will walk that path with you. I will make sure that you get there. If there's anything I can do for you, if you'd like to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, just reach out to me. You know, as of right now, like I don't have a coaching program launched. In the future, I will. Um, but right now, you know, I'm willing to help anybody that is willing to reach out to me. I'll help you for free. Just get in touch with me. And let's work together. So with that, I'm going to shut it down for the night. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.